0: Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events.
1: Where will you live under Chicago's new ward map? I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Enough members of city council have struck a deal on the remap of Chicago's wards that could avoid leaving the issue in hands of voters during the June primary. Under the tentative compromise, which still needs to be approved by the city council, the map will create 16 black majority wards and 14 Latino majority wards. That's one fewer than the council's Latino caucus had fought for. The proposed map also includes Chicago's first ward with an Asian American majority. Today on the show, we take a closer look at how the remap turned out what it means for you, and we talk with two aldermen to get their thoughts. But first, joining us now with more on the Ward Map deal is WBEZ reporter Mariah Wolfel. Hey, Mariah. Hey, Sasha. How are city council members reacting to this compromise?
2: Oh, well, I think it depends on who you ask. I think the majority of city council members are pretty happy that, I mean, I'm sure (laughs) everyone's happy (laughs) that the that the arguments are going to are going to be over, but you know, 30, 33, 34 council members are in support of the rules committee map. That is essentially the one that is going to move forward now. Um, and then there are some, I think, Latino Caucus members who are pretty disappointed in the fact that they carried out this battle for months now and are kind of ending up in the same place where we were last winter, where they're increasing the majority of Latino wards by just one. Um, Like you said, they were fighting really hard for 15 and ended up with with 14. And so I think it depends who you ask. I think a lot of people are happy with with this map that's going to come out. Well, help us
1: understand why they were fighting for, for one more Latino majority ward, Mariah.
2: The Latino population of Chicago in this past decade surpassed Chicago's black population as the second largest racial demographic in the city. And you know, you saw this same fight play out a decade ago where Latino population was increasing, it hadn't yet surpassed the black population, but it was increasing and Latino aldermen fought this battle a decade ago trying to gain more seats. They similar to this decade did not gain the amount that they were looking for and so I think um, this, ter- this time around, they really were hardlined from the beginning, saying, you know, we settled last decade and now we've surpassed the black population. And so we're not going to settle for, um, you know, any fewer seats than we think the numbers prove we should have.
1: What's Mayor Lightfoot saying about this deal?
2: Uh, You know, Mayor Mayor Lightfoot has largely stayed out of, you know, the back and forth between the two caucuses, only saying that she thinks it's a shame that this has carried on for so long and and that aldermen aren't focused on other things that affect Chicagoans directly right now. Of course, the ward remap affects Chicagoans directly, though, as well. Um, But she has largely... Stayed out of of this kind of public battle.
1: Well, last November, she threatened to veto any ward map protecting Alderman Ed Burke, who was indicted on 14 counts, including racketeering, bribery, and attempted extortion. Alderman Scott Wagaspack, who's representing Chicago's 32nd Ward, accused the Latino Caucus backed map of doing just that last month. Let's listen. And I think most
0: people across the city would agree that, as we've seen in the past, protecting Alderman Ed Burke in such a map is not a good
1: idea. Did that play into why that version of the map didn't win, Mariah?
2: I think that was definitely going to play into a referendum. You started to see Alderman Wagaspak and other Aldermen who supported the Rules Committee map make that argument as the referendum fight was kind of ratcheting up and pressure was ratcheting up. They kind of, you know, were pushing the narrative that the Latino caucus map protected Ed Burke. Of course, when the Latino caucus published its map, um, they were quick to point out that they that they uh, cut out, you know, portions of the 14th Ward where Burke had, you know, strong, you know, standing strongholds yeah. and voters. And so both of them, both sides have been saying that neither of their map per- protects Ed Burke. Um, and so I, I think you were going to see that. Start to play a really large role in the referendum. Um, as far as, you know, Latino caucus members jumping ship to support the Rules Committee map, I'm not sure that that, that, mm-hmm. that was the thing that swayed them.
1: We'll come back to you in just a few minutes, Mariah, but now I want to turn to an alderman who's on the line and get his reaction to the ward remap. Alderman Gilbert Viegas represents Chicago's 36th ward on the northwest side. Welcome to Reset, Alderman.
0: Thank you, and thank you for having me today.
1: Your initial reaction to this version of the map?
0: Well, I'm um, I, I, a little disappointed. I mean, uh, you know, this is a loss for Chicago, a loss for Fair Map advocates, and quite frankly, a loss for the Latino community. As uh, Mariah has mentioned before, Chicago's pop- Latino population has grown for the second decade in a row, really just being 40,000 away from being a plurality in the city of Chicago. And so, as a result of that, uh, that was the the intent is making sure that the the census data, which is the information we're supposed to use for reapportionment, uh, had uh, awards reflective of the population. So, we're disappointed that that we had some members try to self preserve themselves. Yeah. But nonetheless, um, this this referendum, I'm sorry, this uh, redistricting process will be over, and and then we can continue to work uh, to better the city.
1: So, will your disappointment? Affect how you intend to vote on the map next week? Oh, of course. Well,
0: I I, I will be um, I would not be supporting the um, redistricting, and and quite frankly, that's that's the that's the game that's played uh, with some of the backroom deals is to identify forty one votes and make forty one people happy, and then nine people will not be happy. But you know, that being said, I think I think this was more um, about disenfranchising the Latino community.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, we're concerned about that, given the fact that. Uh, the the information, the data that we've been professing from the beginning uh, really wasn't taken to, into consideration and, and, and puts a couple of wards in jeopardy over the next decade of not being Latino.
1: I want to talk to you about the 36th Ward. That's getting a lot of attention on this version of the remap. It's thin and it's stretched out across seven miles in this diagonal yeah. line. It's something else. If folks are actually comparing it to a pool noodle. Tell yeah. us about what this proposed 36th Ward would cover.
0: Yeah, well it starts off all the way in far far west where thirty six Ward is currently and then goes down to uh down to Ukrainian village. Uh and it and it is gerrymandered in a manner that really disrespects the Latino community and really Chicagoans. I mean the reality is is that someone from Damon Avenue uh will, will may will now have to travel or may have to travel all the way out to the northwest side of the city. Uh, or uh we're gonna have to try to figure a um a satellite office of some sort, but that being said, I think that that the uh what you saw in that map was uh an effort to quite frankly people you know punish <laughs> folks for standing up for uh for their community It's disheartening because what you saw at play was uh politics at play, and you have politicians now selecting their voters instead of voters uh, electing their politi- their politicians.
1: So if the map isn't confirmed in the city council next week, the decision would be back in voters' hands. Do you think Chicagoans should have a say in in shaping their wards, Alderman? I think
0: they should. And quite frankly, I think that we need to go away from this archaic process of allowing the politicians to gerrymander uh, and put it into the hands of an independent commission uh, where politics will be out of it and and, uh, we will allow the public— to draw these maps in a way that reflects the data and the Voting Rights
1: Act. Alderman Gilbert Villegas represents Chicago's 36th ward. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Now on the line with us is Alderman George Cardenas. He represents Chicago's 12th ward on the Southwest side. Welcome to Reset. Oh, thanks. Thanks for the invite. So your reaction to this deal? Well, I mean, I just heard my colleague, Alderman
3: Gil Villegas, and I have a lot of respect for him and and his leadership. He tried to... uh, really do a yeoman's job in a very difficult uh, situation with, with uh, cliques and factions, uh, literally moving all the time uh, through this process. But, and, and I understand where his ward is, is no way reflective how this should happen, how this should play out in, in a real, you know, uh, mapping process that, that includes community and puts him in a compact way. You know, that shouldn't have happened to the 36th Ward. But that's that was between a faction of Latinos that I thought, in my opinion, didn't handle uh, this very well. But having said that, what I want to say uh, to the listeners is, you know, I've been here almost 20 years, and I want to take everybody back to 2000 uh, in that thing, because I I ran for a seat right after that remap. In that time, there was only eight Hispanic aldermen or Latino aldermen. There was only eight at the time. Mm-hmm. And in 20, uh, 2010, uh, we gained additional seats, and, and, and in 2020, we're also getting an additional seed. And, you know, we're now at 14. We started at eight 20 years ago, and we've gained six since then. Now, should the pace be obviously uh, faster? You know, one could argue that that should be more seats at the table. But I also tell people that uh, it's demographics. And at the end of the day, uh, nobody can stop that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get there. It may be a slow process. And I, I did say in an article that why burn the house down when you can own the house? And that's, what, that's, what, that's what's going to happen with the Latino community in this city. It's going to keep growing. It's a very robust. Kids are obviously staying in school with 3%, 50% a little bit more than 50 of, yeah. of the, percent of the school district right now. We are a majority uh, at the uh, University of Illinois, uh, uh, Chicago, uh, students graduating uh, at a fast clip. Our future is bright. And, and I think that's what we also need to talk about, not be so negative. We just, we just could not get everything we wanted.
1: Well, Alderman, tell us this. How do you intend to vote then on this map next week? Well, I mean, I intend to vote for the, for,
3: for the, for the map, of course. You know, I, I believe that we need to move forward and not divide the city any more than what it is right now. We got very, very serious issues to deal with in the city that need our attention, uh, crime at the top, uh, carjackings, uh, disorder, uh, conflict. You know, the city is it, it's, it's doing well on, on, in some aspects and not doing well in some others. And, and I think that's disheartening when there's so many things happening in the city. We've got a 78 that we're about to, to start creating in Lincoln Yards, which would be uh, number 79, neighborhood number 79. we got a casino to mm-hmm. uh, lay up. There are many, many things that the city is uh, creating and developing literally on a daily basis. And there's a lot of, lots of energy, a lot of positiveness. But there's this little thing that just that eats at you, that makes you feel unsafe. That, that people believe that somehow things are not well when, when people are, are robbing and, and 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 literally assaulting at daylight. And that's not good for any city, especially in a city like Chicago. And we need to get uh, a handle on that uh, yeah. first and foremost.
1: Alderman George Cardenas represents Chicago's 12th Ward. Thank you so much for making the time. Thank you. Let's turn back to WBEZ reporter Mariah Wolfel. Mariah, lots lots of thoughts there on uh, this new ward map what do you think
2: yeah i mean absolutely i mean it kind of it kind of falls in line with what i've been hearing over the past day or so which you know i talked i talked to alderman V, I guess yesterday and mm-hmm. he was pretty disappointed and kind of he said self preservation he's kind of pushing the the narrative that um, or you know he the way that he sees it members of his caucus were peeled off individually and, you know, got to make little tweaks to their wards that would please them. And, you know, you get to 41 and you don't really have to do much else to pass this map. Um, And, and, you know, you see how his ward ward ended up as a result of that, you know. And then you have uh, Alderman Cardenas, who represents, I think, several Latino aldermen who are kind of voting for this
1: Who are going
2: who are going to vote for this, who may have been on the side of the Latino caucus, but kind of see the writing on the wall, don't maybe don't want to go into a costly referendum or, you know, what some aldermen say would be a costly referendum and are are voting are voting for this map because they're pleased with their individual wards, and slowly but surely maybe down the line will increase Latino representation in the city council.
1: So, Mariah, what happens if this map isn't approved next week in city council?
2: if they don't do it by the May 19th deadline and they you know pass it you know after May 19th what i'm hearing is that the the ballot will still have this referendum question but it will be a moot point which will be extremely confusing to voters i think that May 19th deadline is the deadline when they start you know having to start print, printing the ballots and so that's kind of that's kind of wishy-washy. I'm not sure what will happen there if they don't pass it by may nineteenth but if they you know lose votes, if they thought that they had forty one and people switch back sides and they end up having thirty seven then may nineteenth passes and it's on the ballot, and voters will decide between mm-hmm. the two competing proposals that have been have been petitioned to be on the ballot, which is the original Latino caucus map that was first published, and the Original rules committee map that was that was that came out last year as well, or you know, whatever one they submitted, I think earlier this year.
1: Mariah Wolfell is a WBEZ reporter. Thank you, Mariah. Thanks, Sasha. That's it for today's Reset. For more conversations about Chicago politics, news and entertainment, subscribe to this podcast and please give us a rating. It helps other listeners find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening and you can catch us back here tomorrow.